Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guest by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlet and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Welcome, welcome to you. This is Marnie Swedberg and I'm excited to have you with me for this afternoon. And when I say me, I do mean me because I am my own guest today. (laughs) We have been doing a series of speaker trainings uh, for the last several weeks, and this is the concluding uh, uh, piece of that series, and I'm actually going to be sharing with you uh, from my position as the web hostess of womenspeakers.com, which is the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, and we've been connecting speakers with planners since 2002 over there. would love to have you join us if you're a Christian women speaker. Or if you're an event planner who's listening in today, you'd probably be interested to learn how the speakers think about all this. And we are always having you in our hearts as as the speakers plan and prepare and promote and pitch and come. We're always thinking about the planners. And so as we go through today, I hope that you will grab a notepad of some type. I'm going to share with you a lot of contact content. And there is a there is a training worksheet that you'll have available to you afterwards if you go to Marnie.com and go to the store. It's free. And so if you just go over there, you'll be able to get the download that will have the links on it. And also, this is kind of an unusual opportunity, but next week, and I always try to make these as evergreen as possible, but this is important that you know that next week, next Wednesday, if you are a speaker over at womenspeakers.com, you are invited to uh, join me for four hours of hands-on promotion of your speaking um, speaking availability. And there's some pre-work that you have to do for that. It'll take two to five hours to do the pre-work and then four hours together. And we are going to be connecting with churches all over the country, a bunch of us all at once. And so it's going to be a fun day if you find it difficult to get motivated to do your own promotion. Next Wednesday is the day for you. If you happen to listen to this after that date has passed, I apologize for that. But I do try every fall to do some kind of speaker trainings uh, because September and January are the largest booking months of the year for speaker planners, uh, event planners who are bringing speakers in. During the next hour, I'm going to share with you how event planners find speakers and how you can get found online at the right time your most underutilized resources and how to maximize them, what to do and what not to do when you do get invited to speak, how to turn every speaking engagement into additional speaking engagements even before you go, the key elements you must have in place before you pitch a planner, and the bonuses, there's going to be a five-minute-long promotion ideas that work. And I wanted to go back to key elements that you must have in pitch a planner, If you plan to join us next Wednesday for the Hands-On Promo Day for speakers, you must have these elements in place before you come next Wednesday. So be sure to plan ahead and give yourself time enough to do that. Well, again, this is Marnie, and we are going to launch right into this Get Bound, Get Booked. Number one, 
How do event planners find speakers? There are basically four main ways that event planners find speakers. Number one, she's my friend and she's a speaker. So I know this person, I love her, she's my friend, and now she's a speaker. Or maybe she's always been a speaker, but I haven't had an opportunity to invite her to speak to my group. She's going to be my number one choice. Number two, the planner says, I know of an author of a book that I love. Or I know someone I heard speak at this other place. I want to bring her in. That's going to be their number two choice. Number three is she's my friend. No, she's not my friend. She's my friend's friend. So the first one is she's my friend. But the third one is she's my friend's friend. And this is WM. This is word of mouth. This is somebody tells the planner, you just have to bring in so-and-so because she's just amazing. I heard her speak over here. Or I knew her from my old church or something like that. And all of a sudden, your name is again on the radar as a speaker. The final way that event planners find speakers is that they really run out of those first three ways. Or maybe they have somebody on that list, but they're just not thinking that's the right thing, at which point they go online. Literally, they go online and they do a Google TwinWomenSpeakers.com shows up. That's when you show up. If they do a search for Christian women speakers in your state or in your city and you're listed at WomenSpeakers.com, you're going to come up at the top or near the top out of thousands of results because it's going to pull up everything from books about Christian women speakers, from books about speakers. You know, I mean, it's going to pull up all kinds of results. But because womenspeakers.com is such a huge site, it is, it is really a large site, and it has a lot of weight when it comes to Google searching, and it comes up high in the results, even if I'm saying Google, but I'm using that almost as a generic term, Yahoo, whatever search people are using. So the, the way to get found online at the right time by a planner is to be where she can find you. So I, I hate to tell you this, but there's all kinds of ways to get lost online. Um, when I searched woman speaker in a certain, um, a certain topic, like retreat woman speaker, I think it was 17 million, <laughs> million options came up. I mean, it was just crazy. Um, I'm bad with numbers. I should never do that kind of thing because I don't know if it was 17,000 or 170,000 or 17,000. I don't know. But anyway, it was a huge number. And for you to imagine that you would show up near the top of that because you have a little tiny website, it's just not going to happen. But if somebody is searching for a speaker in your state or city and you're in womenspeakers.com, you really are going to get found. And that's so important. So I want to tell you the four ways. I told you the four ways that the planners find the speakers. I want to explain how Women Speakers helps you get found in all four ways. So first of all, of course, you're going to get found online. I'll explain a little bit more about that in a minute. But let's go back to the first one. The first way that planners find a speaker is that she's my friend and she's a speaker. Well, the benefit of registering with womenspeakers.com, and there are free or paid listings available. So, you know, you don't have to spend an arm and a leg. You can, you can do the full, you know, the full promotion obviously gets you more. And I encourage you to do that. But if you can't afford it, then just go with what you can afford with God, what God's given you. So the number one way then is she's my friend and she's a speaker. Why would you need womenspeakers.com for that? Because actually your friends need to think of you as a speaker all the time. And they don't. They think of you as their friend or their sister or their aunt or whoever you are. They don't think of you as a speaker unless you are actively promoting yourself as a speaker. 
womenspeakers.com helps you do that because right on your profile page, it says share this to social media. So whenever you add a new topic, whenever you change your photo, whenever you change, update your about section, whenever you update um, what kind of things you're going to speak at, those kind of things, once you did an update, you can just share that to your social media right away. That keeps you on the radar of even the people that you think certainly think of you as a speaker. Because honestly, ladies, most of the people who know you do not think of you as a speaker, first and foremost. They think of you in whatever other relationship they know you. So it is your job to keep yourself front of mind, even for your friends and family members. The second way, then, is that the planner knows of an author of a book that she loved or she knows of someone that she's heard speak before and she's going to invite them in. Well, here's the deal. Your book or your blog readers and audiences will think of you for their own events. And as you are promoted at womenspeakers.com, you are given an extra measure of credibility just by being there. And we don't let everybody join. It, you have to pass certain criteria to get into womenspeakers.com. And if you're there, they are correct. <laughs> you have a certain level of credibility that not every speaker has. So I encourage you to get there even for your readers of, of your books or your blogs. Then the third way is that the planner knows um, she needs a speaker, and a friend of hers says, how about that speaker over there? Once again, your friends and family members need to think of you as a speaker all the time if you're going to be top of mind when she's talking to an event planner who's saying something about a plan, an event they have coming up in the spring or, you know, whatever. And you need to be top of mind for her to mention this to this planner. And then finally, the last way, of course, is that you'll be able to be found by planners searching the Internet. I'm going to talk more about this later because it's really important that you understand how that works. The reality is, is that three-quarters of the time, planners of the 450,000 churches in America are finding their speakers without going online. They're doing it in one of the first three ways. So when they get to the point where they're looking for a speaker online, you totally want to get found. You totally want to be at the top of their list and we're going to talk about later in the program how to get found online as a member of womenspeakers.com. Right now, I want to make sure that you know about the geocoding. So at the site, when you registered, on the very first screen of your dashboard, you found a place put in your city, your state, your zip code like that. It's critically important that that is correctly done. If you don't do that correctly, you're in the website. But when they go to look in your state or when Google is searching for some, a speaker in a certain state or a certain city, you won't show up because you didn't do the geocoding right. So it's really important to take time on your first screen and just make sure that you got the geocoding right. And you can test it. Once you save that, just go back out to the front, click on your own state. Are you there? Then you'll know that you did it right. Okay, we're going to talk next about your most underutilized resources and how to maximize them. I love this part because it's easy to do, but yet it's extremely powerful, and it's amazing how many speakers don't bother to do it. Using these resources are going to bubble you to the surface of the top-notch speakers available to the planners. It doesn't take very much extra work, and it will give you an amazing advantage over those who haven't bothered to take the time or who didn't know to do it. So I've got about six things, seven things here. Just grab a notepad or whatever and start writing. The first thing is a professional inviting headshot of the real you. So this should not be, um, you know, a, a, 
a picture with, you know, the family. It shouldn't be, it should, it should be you smiling, um, your most engaging smile, and you should look professional because, honestly, this event planner is considering inviting you to come into her group and represent her. Not only her, represent God. If you can't even bother to put a nice picture out there, how can she trust you to actually prepare for the talk? Do you see what I'm saying? It's all subconscious, but it happens really fast in the mind that a judgment is made based on what they see. Now, you don't have to be beautiful or young or, or pretty or anything like that. That does not matter. What matters is that you bothered to put a professional headshot in there. And so I encourage you to be, you know, as smiling as you can. And some people just don't do smiles, which is fine. That's part of your personality. Then don't do it. But be as much you as you can in that headshot. And by headshot, what I'm talking about is from the shoulders up, not not a full body shot. For womenspeakers.com, it doesn't really work because when you do a full body shot, what people see is this little kind of stick image thing down there. So it's just the, the images are just too small on the site to do that. But if you do a headshot, they actually get a nice good look at you. And they see your smiling eyes back at them, and they recognize that you are, you've done your part by putting a professional headshot out. Okay, the next one is social media links that she can click on. And this is, this is really important. Um, sometimes we have speakers who register, new speakers who register, and they don't have any links. They don't have Facebook. They don't have a personal website. They don't have LinkedIn. They don't have Pinterest. They have nothing. Actually, we don't let them register at womenspeakers.com. If you aren't even part of the part of the world enough to recognize that a way to communicate now is through social media or online, then how in the world are you going to communicate with people 18 hours a day? You have to at least be aware that people are using these mediums and that it is a lot of people's favorite way to communicate. A lot of people don't call each other anymore. They use Facebook or they use whatever, you know, they use. So it's really important that you have as many ways there as you have available and that they are current. After you publish your page, go check them, test them, and make sure that they're working. This is just really simple, but it's really important. Also, post often. When you have a social media site, you can share between the sites or whatever and just make one thing and post it to all your, all your different sites or whatever, but make sure that you're posting at least once a week, um, more frequently if that's you, but at least once a week because otherwise when they go to look, what they find is a dead page that makes you look Hmm. Sorry, it makes you look a little dead. So you have to, if you want them to engage with a living live you that wants to come and energize their group, you're going to have to look alive. So post often. Okay, we're going to talk about that a little bit later too. So you can have some ideas of how to post often without driving yourself crazy. The third of your most underutilized resources is a 30-word about section that is exactly what a planner would use to introduce you to her audience. I can't even tell you how many people don't do that. So when she is looking at your profile, she comes online. You know, there's, there's you know, hundreds of you available at womenspeakers.com. She's just scanning through these back to back to back to back. And when she gets to yours and she gets to the about section and it's two pages long or there's nothing there or 
she gets to it and it's typos or it's something that she can't understand. It's just like I don't have time. Nothing about you. It's about her. She does not have time. She really is looking for the person who's prepared to come and help her, and she has a lot of choices. So if you want to be that person, you really need to get your stuff together. And part of that is your about section. So when you think of your about section, imagine the planner standing up on a platform in front of an auditorium full of women, and she's ready to introduce you. What is she going to say? What is she going to say that will help these women in that audience feel like you're the person that they wanted to sit and listen to for 20 or 40 minutes or for all weekend or whatever. It's critically important that you have a wonderful introduction prepared for the planners. It's really kind of rude. I used to do that when I started. I didn't have a plan. I didn't want to. I didn't want to infringe on them. I didn't want to burden them. I didn't want to anything. I just made a lot of extra work for the planner is what that false humility was. So just be humble, write it up yourself, do her the honor of putting it out there on your about section. So first of all, if you can't make her think you're the woman that her people want to listen to, she's not going to invite you. So you have to make that very compelling. Why are you the best person for her to invite? Why are you the best person for her audience to listen to on this topic or in this category? So when you're doing that, you can do the first part of your about section, 30-word intro, and then you could do your longer bio underneath that. That's fine. That's great, in fact. If you got her to read through your intro and she's still interested, good for you. That was your goal. And now she's wondering, I wonder where this person went to school, or I wonder if this person has written any books, or I wonder about this, that, or the other. Whatever it is that you have to do your full bio, that's where to put it is right under that. Okay, number four, rock solid references to put her at ease. So when a planner is finding you online, it is so different from knowing you personally, having heard you speak already, having read your book and fallen in love with you, or having a friend say she's a really good speaker. Finding you online is the most terrifying, precarious thing for a speaker to, or planner to do. Planners do it all the time. Every day they're doing it. I'm, you know, we're back here matching leads all the time from planners who are doing it. Some of them are familiar with womenspeakers.com and have used womenspeakers.com for years and have found it to be, you know, a very good source for good speakers. Others of them are coming for the first time. And you can just bet that if this is her first time at womenspeakers.com and she's on your profile, she's going to have a hard time to believe that she could trust to bring you in. She doesn't know anything about you. <laughs> so... Your references are where you're going to start to put her at ease. She's going to start reading what other people say about you, and that's going to help her tremendously to have the idea that maybe this is the girl that I want to bring into my group. Number, I think we're on number five now. So a list of topics that she will view as valuable for her audience. I can't tell you how many, plan how many speakers don't fill out their topic section. Why not? Fill out the topic section have a riveting topic, something that has the keywords in it that you, know, that you talk on, that you're the expert in, and then have a great compelling description. So on your description of your topic, you're going to actually imagine that this title of the topic and that this description is going to go right into her program. This is the publicity she's going to have to do if you don't do it. So do you hear what I'm doing here? I'm, I'm teaching you how to help the planner 
want to bring you in. You've done half of the work for her. Um, otherwise, she has to go you know, figure out what your bio is. She has to go figure out what you're going to say in your talk or send you 12 emails to get that information. Why not just have it ready there for her? So when you are doing your topics, you want to have a great title, a catchy title that has your keywords in them. I don't get too cute. It has to have the keywords in it. Um, why are people going to listen to this? And then in the description, don't make it too long. Imagine this is the description that's going to go in her bulletin, in on her poster, um, in her handout. So this is going to be the description of what you're going to talk about about that topic. Then underneath that is a place to list the benefits of why someone would listen to that topic. Now remember that there are points of interest, which are like in this, in, during this uh, program, we're going to study, you know, um, John 3.16, we're going to study blah, blah, blah. You, have, you list down what you're going to study. But that's not benefit. Those are just the things you're going to talk about. The benefits are we're going to learn, you're going to discover how to find peace with God. You're going to discover how to manage your time better. Whatever it is that they're going to take away from that session, if you list that under your initial blurb that you tell the planner what the description of your talk is, if you list the bullet points of the benefits to the listener of this, who else are you selling? You're selling the planner, and then she can sell her team, and then she can sell her audience, and you can go and do the speaking engagement. But if you don't do all that, who's going to? She has to just figure all that out on her own while she's reading your description. It's kind of hard. So if you help her with this, you are much more likely to get booked than if you don't. All right. The other thing is um, resources. I've um, got two more left here. Resources. So if you have a paid speaking uh, profile at womenspeakers.com, you are allowed to add resources, which would be like your books, your CDs, your audios, any kind of a freebie offer that you have, a report or a uh, you know, infographic or whatever it is that you have, you can add them there. Having resources listed there, first of all, gives you the opportunity, if it's for sale, to sell, you know, sell more, which is always handy. But for the planner, from her perspective, when you have resources posted there, it just makes you feel, again, more safe, more legitimate, less scary, less of a risk. Uh, for example, when you are a published author, um, especially if you've been published by a major publishing house, someone else has already invested in you. They kind of vetted you for her. So if you have something like that, put it there. But if you don't, you can always just create your own. Create a, a report, a, a one-page or a 12-page little e-report or whatever it is on the topic you speak on and have that available to her. Once again, you know, people like to work with people that they know and love. This whole profile, your whole online presence, your whole social media, everything is designed to help people know and love you. feels more like she's inviting her good friend, which is her number one way to select her speakers. So it's just your benefit to do this. Finally, you have a share button on your profile page, and you can share your profile out to your social networks anytime you want. And this is such a great way to get people to link back in and also to stay top of mind for all of your friends, family members, and the event planners who are connecting with you online. All right, we're going to move on to how to get on the front page anytime you want. This is the most underutilized uh, benefit of womenspeakers.com. 
a lot of you do this all the time, and I'm so proud of you, but some of you have never done it. You didn't even know you could, and I just wanted to make sure that you know at womenspeakers.com, you can get on the front page anytime. Now, I can't guarantee how long you'll be on the front page because you only get on the front page until two other speakers get on the front page, so there's only room for four. There's a section for speakers who have just posted a new reference or had a new reference posted for them. There's a section for two speakers who have new topics posted. And if you go to womenspeakers.com, if you go to the section, just go to the forward slash that says tutorials, or else at the bottom of the page it will take you to the tutorials. In there, there's really, really short videos that walk you exactly how to do this. So let's say that you have references out there, and uh, these are all great references that, that you like and people like come and you'd approve them, and that's one of the beautiful things that womenspeakers.com, you do have to approve your uh, referrals before they go public. And so you've had those out there, and somebody gives you a new referral, but it's on a piece not on the website, and you hate to ask them to go. Just ask if you can do it for them, and they'll say yes, because they already gave it to you, so they don't care what you do with it. They meant for you to use it. Just get their permission to post it online, and then just go ahead and fill out the form on their behalf. Put your own email in the email line so that they aren't bothered by it, and then go ahead and post it. Now, let's say that you did that last week, and this week you don't have a new reference, but you would like to get on the front page in the reference section. Not a problem. Go into your, into your, into your uh, profile management area, unpublish that one, republish it, and you're ready to go. So that's, it's as easy as that. The topics are super easy to do. The one rule about the topics, and this kind of goes back to the other things we've already been touching on during this program, is that these are for the benefit of the planner. And I know a lot of you will speak about anything. I'm like that. You know, I, if, you, if you want me to come because you want me to come, not because you have a topic already picked out that you know I'm an expert on, but because you just want me to come, that's the time when I'm like, absolutely, bend over backwards, I can work with your topic. If I can't, I'll let you know. But most of the time, especially for ChristianWomenSpeakers.com, most of the time the topic that they want is something more generic, like love or, you know, for Valentine's or, you know, it's like that. And so you can make, you can make it work without too much, too much trauma. But when you're doing your topics, uh, planners tell me this, that they're so, it's such a turnoff to them to either see I'll talk about anything and then you get to the page and there's no description or it's just the same words again, differently worded, to a topic and there's a title but no description. They feel kind of gypped because they were coming here to find out if you could come and speak for them and they were looking for your topics. And when you don't give that to them, they feel already like you're maybe not going to be the speaker for them. Well, that's pretty tragic because it's pretty easy to add that stuff. So make sure that you get your topics and your references together and on the site. And then anytime you want to be on the front page, just go ahead and do a, do a um, unpublished publish, and you'll be on the front page again until two other people do it. And I mean, people sometimes, you know, when they're new, they, they sit and do that a lot <laughs> all day long. But then, you know, like life goes on. So just do it once a week, once a month. You know, do it when you when you can. You might even put it on your calendar to just do it on a certain day of the week at a certain time, or have it be a random draw when you do it. 
but just know that by doing that, you do get on the front page. And sometimes you're there for like a whole day or well, it just varies so much. Sometimes you're there like 30 seconds. It's just you can't know in advance when other people are going to be updating theirs. All right, our next section. And if you are just joining us, it's Marnie and I don't have a guest today because every year in August, and this program is live in August of 2017, but every year in August they do a speaker, a speaker, bunch of speaker trainings. And so this is our fourth week of speaker training. And this time I'm doing it myself on getting found and getting booked using womenspeakers.com. So welcome to you if you're just joining us. Okay, the next section we're going to talk about here is what to do and what not to do when you get a lead. So the first thing I want to tell you is what you should do whenever you get anything in your life that is either problematic or exciting. You should do the four R's. So I wrote a book a couple years ago. My latest book is Float Your Vessel, and it goes very deeply into the four R's. But the four R's are this. You recognize that you are in a new situation. Either you're in trouble or you're excited or whatever, but you just recognize that you need God now. And then you release whatever it is that has come into your life. So let's just use the example of what we're using. So I recognize that I just got an invitation to maybe go speak somewhere, and that makes me so happy. And so I release that up to God, and I just say, God, I just put my hand open, and I just say, God, this speaking engagement is yours. If you want me to have it, I want it. If it's not for me, I don't want to go. I only want to go where you want me to go. I only want to go with you where you want me to go. So it's up to you now. I release it to you. What do you want to give me in exchange? Because just a second ago, I was super stoked about this potential speaking engagement, and right now I don't have that. I gave that to you. So what do you want to give me in exchange? And then you just pause. You just pause long enough to receive what God wants to give you. And usually it's going to be something like peace or joy or some, one of the fruits of the Spirit, usually. And then once you've received that from God, then you respond with a gratitude. Thank you so much that you have already taken care of this for me. So I can go forward now and just see what you are going to do. There's a great joy, a great calmness, a great curiosity in living this way. I love to live doing the four R's by habit all of the time. And if you haven't read Float Your Vessel, I encourage you to do that because since the time you were teeny tiny, before you turned two years old, you got in the habit of doing everything for yourself. Your first words were mommy and daddy, and after that, your first word was no. <laughs> Me do it myself, my way. And so what happens is we have to unlearn that habit that we've had since we were so small and learn to be dependent on God. But I just want to tell you that when you are, when you choose to do that, there is nothing more exciting and more enjoyable than letting God order your life. And so when I get an invitation or a media invitation or, you know, somebody says something nice about me or when something's going really wrong and I'm feeling really down or I'm feeling scared or whatever, I just kick right into the four R's which are recognize that I've got something going on and I need God and that he wants to help and then release it to him completely. Release it as if I just gave him the keys to my car and said, you can have it, it's yours. I don't need it. You know, I don't go chasing after him to see what he's doing, if he's keeping it clean or anything. I just let him have it. So release it completely and then receive whatever it is he wants to give you in place of it. If I actually sold my car or gave it to somebody, I wouldn't have a car anymore. And I'd be like, I need a car. I need a car. Because 
the principle in the Bible is that you can't just lose something and not fill it up. You have to fill it up. So as I give God, it's this exciting thing about, you know, this new offer opportunity or whatever, then I have to receive something to take its place because that was just consuming my thoughts a moment ago. And then just think of that he's so powerful and so able to orchestrate all the details of your life that if you are the speaker for this event, it's going to work out. And if not, you didn't want it anyway. And I mean that. If you are not supposed to go, you don't want to go. You really only want to go where Jesus wants you to go. At least I hope you do. And if you don't yet, then I hope you hope to someday. Okay. So when you get an invitation, the thing to do is to respond quickly. Remember that the planner is intimidated by the thought of reaching out to someone online. Even if she's done it multiple times, it's not the same as calling your sister or calling your friend or calling, you know, someone that you already know for sure. This is, this is more precarious. They're wondering, is this a real person? Is she going to answer the phone? Is she going to call me back? You know, I think that it's important for you to recognize her fears. And her fears are possibly false evidence appearing real, but more likely they're based on past experience where she thought something was one thing and it didn't turn out to be that way. So you need to do your part to alleviate or minimize any kind of fear she might be experiencing or intimidation by the web, and you need to respond to her quickly. Before you respond, you want to talk to yourself just a bit with Jesus and say no expectations, no assumptions. So what I know from the backside of WomenSpeakers.com doing the lead matching, some planners only invite one speaker at a time. That's all. They just pitch one speaker and they wait to hear back from her. Most speakers are pitching three to eight. Um, three to five is about the average number that are being pitched at one time. But most planners, you know, they just know life happens. You know, you might be busy that day. I might talk to her and find out, you know, she's just not my style. You know, there's all kinds of reasons why you may not get the um, engagement after getting pitched it. But you've been shortlisted, and that's amazing, and that's really an honor. So when you call back, don't assume she's already invited you. She hasn't. She's invited you to a conversation. That's what she's invited you to. Your work, your work is not done yet. You aren't, you aren't booked. You have, to still, uh, you have to still go through the process of getting to know her, finding out what she needs. All those kind of things are so important to her. Remember her for fears and provide assurances. So as you're talking to her the first time, you do want to include things like, you know, well, when I spoke over at this retreat, they did it this way. How do you do it? You know, you want to bring in phraseology that lets her know that you have some experience, that you are going to show up on time, that you are going to prepare, and you don't want to be salesy about that. You just want to provide assurances. And she does have concerns, and she should, because not everybody is faithful. I mean, some people are not, um, some people don't show up. <laughs> I mean, uh, what I've found with WomenSpeakers.com speakers is that they go over the top crazy to, to show up and to do a great job. You know, I, I just am so impressed with the speakers that I, that I know of the experiences that they've had, and uh, it's just wonderful to work with the gals at WomenSpeakers.com. But she doesn't know that. And so you have to give her those kinds of assurances. And then gracious words. Oh, my goodness, never, never, never embarrass a planner. And 
I I am a couple horror stories about that. People that have actually laughed um, out loud when the planner told them what her budget was. Wow, really? Um, how about just flip the table a bit there? Imagine that you were her and that really was your budget. And she's, you know, and you had to reach out and find a speaker with that budget. Now, and that's the best you can do. Now, how would you like the speaker to respond? Probably not with laughter, probably not by mocking you, right? So when you're working with a planner, grace and compassion and love, and even if you would have to say no for whatever reason, always with a gracious spirit and just be Jesus to her. Be be nice and <laughs> be compassionate. And also, if there's anything else you can do for her, maybe you can't speak for her, but maybe you can recommend somebody else that you know that, that is closer to her area or that does do um, smaller bookings or whatever it is. I'm not saying that you would say yes or no, but all I know is that um, I have heard of instances, and it's not very often, thank you, God, but um, where, where speakers have really been inappropriate with a planner on the phone, and, and that's not fair. Uh, or in email, that's not fair. Be kind, and you are representing Jesus. You're representing womenspeakers.com. You're obviously you're representing yourself. So be kind and be gracious and just never embarrass the planner. All right, we are going to move on to how to turn every speaking engagement into additional speaking engagements even before you go. So usually on this show, what we've trained you is how to get more engagements when you're there. But I wanted to just spend a couple minutes talking to you about there's a key principle that is pre. The key is pre, uh, P-R-E. Everyone wants to be the first to know about anything. And so what we do oftentimes is, when, whether it's a vacation or a speaking engagement or a book publication or whatever it is, we wait until after it's done, and then we put all the stuff out on social media. We send out our letters and that kind of thing. But the deal is, you guys, that everybody wants to be the first to know. So you have an amazing opportunity to actually increase your visibility as a speaker and potentially get more speaking engagements off of your upcoming engagement if you will share it right away. So I'm going to just go through a few ways that you can do this effectively without, you know, without getting overly in people's space with it. The first one is as soon as you're on a short list, you would just put, had a fun conversation with an event planner right now, praying that the doors are open or praying for God's will, uh, whatever. You're just going to put some little tiny blurb out there, no detail. Be sure don't put the planner's name or, or church or organization out there, just that you are excited because this happened. You might even post it with a picture of you speaking in front of some other group or, you know, whatever. You're just using the opportunity to let people be the first to know that somebody's considering you to be their speaker. Now, obviously, when you get to the level where you've got a lot of these coming in all the time, you won't do that anymore. This can happen when you don't have this happening three times a day. But uh, when you don't have it happening, all the time, all the time. It is really appropriate, and people like to know about it. So then as soon as you're the confirmed speaker, then you're going to put it out, and you're actually going to give some details. You know, I'm going to go to, you know, me personally, I'm going to go to California next month and speak at a retreat. I'm going to India. You know, so you've got these things that are coming up, and it's fun for people to kind of live vicariously through you, enjoy your, enjoy that. But more than that, they can pray for you, and 
they recognize once again that you are a speaker available to speak, and that's your job. Keep yourself as a speaker potential forefront in their thoughts. Another way to do it is that anytime you get booked for a media appearance, go ahead and post that. You don't have to wait until you're on the air with somebody. Post that you got booked. Um, as soon as they have booked you, that's okay then to share their details. Even a link to their site, they'll appreciate that. Anytime you publish a new article, blog, or book, these are times when you should post them to your social media. Once again, you're positioning yourself as someone who is an expert on these topics, someone who's done a lot of research, who is able to communicate clearly, and you love to speak. That's great. Now, on the actual day of your appearance anywhere, you definitely want to post before you appear, and then afterwards, you're going to post photos, MP3s, videos, whatever you have after your appearance to share that. But the problem is that most of us wait, most people actually wait until after the thing is over to do anything about it publicly. And there's a problem with that because most people's interest is mostly spent on the pre, not the post. Just a little FYI for you there. All right, next section, elements you must have in place before you pitch a planner. And if you are planning to participate with me next Wednesday on the hands-on promo day, which is going to be Wednesday, August, oh, now I have to look, August um, 30, 2017. If you are planning to spend Wednesday from 10 a.m. Central Time to 2 p.m. Central Time with me doing some promo of your speaking uh, availability with a bunch of us who are going to be on all at the same time, uh, you need to really tune in to what I'm going to talk about right now. Even if you're not going to be there, these are the things that you should have in place before you contact planners. But if you are going to be there next Wednesday, you have to have these in place. So the first one is a speaker one sheet or info packet. If you do not know how to do this, go to marniesfriends.com, scroll under the speaker section, and highlight over them until you find the ones about speaker one sheet. There's specific, specific instructions for you there so that you can make a great speaker one sheet. I think we've done that topic maybe three times. All of those are good to have that done. It does take time to put together a speaker one sheet or a speaker packet, so I encourage you to start on that as early as possible. The second thing you need is some kind of a website landing page with an easy URL. So it, mine is super easy. I'm marnie.com, M-A-R-N-I-E.com. That's, that's real easy. If I'm leaving a message on a phone answering machine or, or if I'm talking to a planner and I say, are you in front of your computer? You can just pull up my website right now. Super easy to say marnie.com. Now, maybe yours is inspiredwomenliveforchrist.com. That's still pretty easy, inspiredwomenliveforchrist.com. And then you just you have to spell out the word for or whatever you're going to do. So what you can't do is you can't do um, www.blogspot.com forward slash Sarah Hansen forward slash. You know, I mean, you can't, you can't make it that difficult. If you're going to use your website URL, it has to be simple. There is a training at womenspeakers.com. If you just, uh, I'm sorry, at marnie.com. If you go over there and use the search tool, you'll be able to find the training to get your own www.url, your, your name or whatever. Dot com, you'll be able to find that training there, and in 45 minutes you could have your own that can point to whatever you've already got going. You can even point that www.yourname.com to your page at womenspeakers.com. A lot of gals do that. 
It's a great way to get people to see that you're part of something bigger than yourself. Uh, again, the credibility factor, and it's easy, and it's really inexpensive, under $20 a year. And you pay that to whoever sells you the name. And you don't have to do your own name. Like me getting my first name was just because I did it in 1996, and so it was available. Your first name probably is no longer available. However, however, a name that could work is available like a lot of speakers do, you know, Susan Speaks or um, um, uh, Tanya's speaking page. You know, whatever. It, whatever works for you, whatever you're comfortable saying, that's all you need to do is be able to say it easily. And then when people arrive there, make, make sure that they can get at the information about your topics, your references, um, that kind of stuff they need to see right away when they get there. The topics is the next one. You have to have topics. You have to have at least three topics. So they can all be about the same thing. If your talks are all about uh, pro-life, let's say, that's fine. But you have to have three different topics about pro-life. You can easily do that. You're just looking for different angles about it, and you can put that together. But you should have more than one so that people have a choice. People like a choice. They don't like to be boxed in. You need to have your references ready, and they should be easily um, easy for her to get. Either it's on your one sheet or it's on your one sheet and your website where she can just copy and paste it quick into an email. Uh, those are really important. You'll need to have your script template ready to go by next Wednesday or before you make your calls. And if you go to Marnie.com to the store, go to the speaker training, um, and then when you click on that, It'll, it'll download the template. So what the template does is it just is a way for you to call planners back to back to back to back, just call them as fast as you can. It helps you to set up what you're going to say to a live planner and what you're going to say to an answering machine. And this is all done before you ever make that first call. I really strongly recommend that you don't just start calling churches uh, without knowing what you're going to say. You can, and that might work. But I really encourage you to get a template, a script ready, and to polish it up and to make sure that you're doing good. You know, why again am I saying that? Planners are going to make snap judgments about whether you will be prepared when you come to speak for them based on their first impression of whether you're prepared when you talk to them, when you call them, when, you, when they go to your website, when they go to womenspeakers.com. These are all things that are happening subconsciously for them, trying to judge you. It's just a subconscious truth that if you can't prepare before you call them, you probably won't prepare before you come. And so they are right to make that judgment. Uh, the template is available, but you have to fill it all in. So I'm going to just go through with you right now on air my template. Um, I might tweak it a little bit more before next week, but this is the template that I use, and so I'm just going to do this. And by the way, if some of you are wondering, oh, man, if all of you speakers are calling on the same day in the same four hours, aren't the churches going to be bombarded? Do not even do not even think about that. There are only hundreds of us, and there are 450,000 churches in America. It is not going to be a problem. So don't even don't even worry about that. That God's doing all the ordering of it anyway. Okay, so here's mine. Ring, 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 and I get the church uh, directory or the secretary or the pastor answers or whoever answers. And then I just ask for the person who's in charge of the women's ministry. And then when I finally get to her or her voicemail, I'm going to say that I get her voicemail this way, this time. So here's my script. 
I say something like, hi, I'm Marnie, Marnie Swedberg. I'm calling some women's ministry leaders today to find out if I might be a good fit for your speaker needs in 2018. Do you plan to bring any guest speakers for your um, I'm sorry, if you plan to, this is the message, if you plan to bring any guest speakers for your women in 2018 for workshops, keynotes, or retreats, I hope you will take a moment to visit my website at Marnie.com. I'm so sorry I missed you, and I hope you have a great day. Oh, the website again is Marnie, M-A-R-N-I-E.com. Thanks, thanks. Bye. Have a great day. It's really short and sweet, but if they are thinking in speaker mode, which I just have to tell you, in September... August and September, they are. They're thinking speaker mode. So um, if they are thinking speaker mode or they haven't booked all their speakers yet, they're actually going to pull up that website if they need a speaker. And if they don't, I just release them from any need to call me back or anything like that. All of my contact information is at my website. They wouldn't just call me back from a voicemail because they don't know anything about me. And so this is a legitimate way for you to reach out to a planner and see if you might be a good fit for her. Now, if it's live, it goes on a little bit. Instead of um, if you plan on, I just do, do you plan to bring any guest speakers in for your women in 2018 for conferences, workshops, annual events, or retreats? And if she says yes, I'm like, well, I'm just, let me just give, pitch a couple of topics to you here. One of my topics is prayer. I use the analogy of dolphins, which are water dwellers but air breathers, to explore the effortless process of being earth dwellers but prayer breathers. Another topic that's popular for my talks are flow through vessel. This is based on my latest book. I use analogies like straws, elevators, sunglasses, and more to equip women to break out of the performance trap into the freedom of being a flow through vessel for God. And then finally, I have another topic, uh, time, life, and relationships. And this is how to live with and love the people, responsibilities, and opportunities God had gifted you right now. I have more, but do any of these jump out at you? And I just pause and let her talk for a little bit. And then, I, because she's already um, said that she does have uh, some speaking engagements coming up, I just say, I'd love to pencil in your key dates in case someone else wants to book me. Uh, this would allow me to check back with you before I book somewhere else. Is that okay? Um, what were the dates of your main event? Uh, something that she mentioned earlier. And then I just commit to sending her my speaker information today. And then I ask, what else could I send you? Could I send you a copy of Float Your Vessel or my CD or is there anything else I could do for you? And then the final question I ask is, when will your team meet about speak, a speaker decision? Like, when could I maybe expect to hear back from you? Now, this gives me a date so I don't have to be hounding her and bothering her all the time. I can just call back at the date that she says. I close with something like, great, this sounds like it'll be really a good fit. I'll send the information over later this afternoon, and then I'll look forward to hearing back from you either, and then I say the date that she said, or for sure earlier, if you have any questions, just feel free to call. And then I just say, what's the best email for you or mailing address if I'm going to mail something? And that is it. So that template is available for you over at Marnie.com in the store under speaker uh, promo. The next thing you have to have ready for next Wednesday is your calendar. You have to make sure that your calendar is updated with all of your upcoming family and a major events blocked off for the year all the way into 2018. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to start pitching yourself and then when they say, oh, my goodness, that's awesome. I actually don't have anybody for, you know, our Harvest Festival in October. Can you come on October 12th? And you're like, um, I really have no idea. Because once again, you sound like you haven't prepared. So just get your calendar ready so that when they pitch you dates, you're like, yeah, that looks wide open right now. I can just pencil you right in and then we can make a confirmation after, after you pitch, you know, pitch your team or whatever you need to do. 
Then also, if you have a video of you doing a live speaking engagement of any kind, have that somewhere, somewhere easy for them to get at, either at womenspeakers.com, a link to it from your about page or on your home page at your, uh, or on your speaker page at your website, wherever you want it to be. But those are the things that need to be in place before we do our speaker promo day next Wednesday. So your speaker one sheet or info packet, your website landing page with an easy URL or a website address, your topics, your references, your script uh, to use on the phone, and also your calendar with all your family and other events blocked off. And finally, if you have one, a video of you speaking. Okay, we are to the last section. Five promo ideas that work. These are five-minute promo ideas that you can do anytime you have five minutes. You can, you can promote yourself as a speaker. And a lot of speakers struggle with the idea of promoting themselves, but I just encourage you that it's kind of like calling the family for supper. You don't think, I shouldn't tell anybody I made supper. It's kind of, you know, it's, it's a little bit like proud of me to tell them that I made this all for them. If God has called you to be a speaker, tell people about it. You don't have to worry about it. If they don't need you, they won't call you. So it's really okay. And being a speaker is something that either you are one or you aren't one. Uh, most people don't ever aspire to be a speaker. They would hate to be a speaker. If God built you to love to speak and to want to go speak or he's put that, that passion inside of you, however he did it, then then embrace it and run with it and you know, promote it as much as you would promote that you just made a good meal at least. Okay, so five-minute promotion ideas that work when you have the minute. Planners all over the world. There's event planners uh, in every, you know, on every continent, and there's event planners all over the country in every state. And if you just take a few minutes when you have time to pray for them, that would be so amazing. And, of course, God hears your prayers and recognizes that you are serious about this. Number two is to add a front page item at womenspeakers.com. Just go ahead and add a topic, a reference, or update one, and you will appear on the front page, and that's a great way for you to promote, um, promote yourself, and you can also share that with your social network. Even if they click through and you're already gone, you can just um, share that page and just say, I was, I was just, you know, you could take a, a screenshot and share that, or you could share the page and just say, you know, it's Tuesday at 2.45 p.m., and I'm on the front page at womenspeakers.com. Love sharing God's truths with women around the world. You know, whatever, you, whatever your lines are, just, just be yourself and uh, be honest and then do it. Number three is to take five minutes and write a personal note. So what I did is I had some personal notes. Um, I designed some personal notes myself and had them. I printed them up myself, actually. And I'm going to give you a couple ways to do that. Um, Fiverr, which is F-I-V-E-R-R. So it's the word five like the digit, but you spell it out five, and then two R's at the end, dot com. Provides uh, artists available, and for five bucks, they will make a beautiful cover for you for your personalized note card. Uh, They'll design the whole thing for you. And then if you leave the inside blank, then you can go ahead and write whatever note that you want on the inside when you're ready. So you can use Fiverr to do it. If you want to do it yourself, that which is what I do, I find my own art, and then I use PicMonkey, which is P-I-C, monkey, like the animal. So picture, except without the T, so P-I-C-monkey.com. And that's where I create my own artwork and um, my own memes and all that. You can do it over there. And then I use the paper that I use, so it's a really nice quality paper. Uh, 
I so I use a half of an eight and a half by eleven page. So when it folds over, it fits perfectly into one of those like a wedding invitation envelope size. So when you um, when you have it all printed, you want to print it on paper that is seventy pound text, ninety brightness glass finish. And I use the brand that is W A U S A U, W A U S A U. So that's how I that's how I make mine. And then I can just anytime you know I just have a whole huge check. Anytime I have a five minutes, I just write somebody a note, send it in the mail, and done with that. Uh, you can also spend five minutes just emailing one planner a day. If you wanted to say I'm going to invest five minutes a day into promoting myself as a public speaker, into just letting people know that I'm available, you would just find just find the names of of women's ministry leaders and just spend you know two minutes and just write them a personal email every day. You probably even I just have a script that I use, and I just personalize that just like the phone one. Just use a script, but personalize it. And then the last thing uh, to do, promo ideas that work, is to put out a God-focused shareable post with a link back to your website. So if you find something that's really, um, like my kids take amazing pictures of nature or sunsets or whatever, and I can use one of those and put, put www.marnie.com in the bottom, and they're, they're willing to share those with me. Whatever, if you have something that you can put out that's God-honoring and that can lead people back to your website, that is ideal. So those are just some ideas of how you can get found and get booked. I hope you will take time for sure, for sure, to update your profile at womenspeakers.com. If you know of a speaker who's not currently listed there, I hope you will invite her. And uh, if you do it this week, she'd also be able to get in on the uh, extra promotion next Wednesday, as well as there's a speaker uh, profile upgrade uh, special on right now during the month of August for 33% off, so one-third off of her fees for that if she wants to have all of the topics and everything listed there. This hour has been fun for me to share with you. I hope that you have received some benefit out of it, and I look forward to being here with a guest again next week as usual. Not too often that I'm here by myself, but every once in a while, I do just a straight-up training program, and I thank you for the opportunity of doing it. I hope that you have a wonderful day, and we'll see you again next time. Bye-bye. right after the show and help me out. I am curious who we're missing. So for example, do you know of any speaker who is missing from womenspeakers.com? Do you know of a guest expert who you'd love to hear me interview on Marnie's Friends? Or maybe you know of a major Christian women's event group that is not yet represented over at womensevents.info. Would you just take a moment after the show, swing over to Marnie.com and use the support link at the bottom of any page to recommend her to us. That would be awesome. I thank you for partnering with me in ministry, and God bless your day.